All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? As y'all can see, we're live. We're back in action. Uh, no cell phone this week. Uh, we got to do a live show. Unfortunately, Verge uh, was unable to make it. Would have been nice to have the, the three amigos all together, but uh, still a great show ahead. Uh, we're going to recap week four. Uh, we had three good games. Um, yeah. We had three good games. Yeah, we had three good games. First week of the season, we had all three games were pretty good. Yeah, I, I would have to say. All right, uh, the 7 o'clock game, Brand New versus Squad 1. Squad 1 was able to get the win, 105-100. Now, Brand New looks a little different. Uh, they've added some some more talent. Uh, it's definitely helped bolster their roster. Uh, they came up short, 105-100. Uh, to 100. Um, I thought they did a good job uh, on the rebounding aspect of the game. I thought they were a little bit more efficient. Uh, than normal, um, just overall. I mean, we shot the ball sub-45, sub-50. That's just – it seems like that's the norm for us. But I just think it's the three-point shooting is what's hurt us uh, the most. 14-42, um, that's not good. It's not, it's not terrible. terrible. 33%, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, now, squad one didn't do that well uh, themselves, um, shooting 32%, but they just made more shots and they took more quality shots. And I thought overall um, – they just they outgunned us, and they did what they needed to do to win. Danny was absolutely incredible, um, twenty three and twelve, a hundred percent. Yeah, I want to say he scored the first ten points, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and he made every shot. Every <laughs> shot looked good. Um, I mean, if Danny's gonna go out there and shoot hundred percent in the field, I don't know who's beating that team. Yeah, I mean that was if if Squawa made a mistake, their mistake was not they stopped going to Danny because he was just y'all literally had no matchup for him, and he was destroying y'all early in the game. Then the squad one just got comfortable. They have a, what do you call it? Like you just get a little lax and a little lazy when you kind of you don't feel threatened, and they didn't. They never really felt threatened by you guys. Um, and even though I think you guys played well, they never felt threatened. They never felt like they was gonna lose the game. So. Guys were coming in late. Yeah. Marcus Et showed up late. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Et by the way. Et showed up late and actually destroyed y'all. <laughs> Had the game high. Yeah. <laughs> well, he team. We had the team. He had the team high. Yeah, yeah. He shows up at halftime and literally goes for like what 26? 26, 26, Yeah, twenty six. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he just uh, he's. Uh, there have been other guys who I feel like were terrible matchups in this league where you just. But I think he may be the toughest matchup in the league currently. I concur. Yeah, I, I just between the ball handling, the shooting. The and size and strength. The strength. It's just nothing anybody could really do with him. Um, but you guys, though, I think it really come down to you guys may be the best shooting team. Truth, truth be told, but with the talent you guys have, uh, you might be the best shooting team. Because it's basically going to come down to you guys are going to have to make somewhere around 15 threes a game, mm-hmm. which is a lot, but you almost did that. Yeah. Uh, and you guys will have to st- – Find a way to start giving up layups. It just is what it is. You guys give up way too many layups. Tough task right there. And <laughs> <laughs> if y'all can find a way to consistently start giving up layups and hit around 15 threes, y'all will be successful. But it might be two tough things to ask, though. Yeah. Okay. Good, good uh, opening game for AD, though, with you guys. Absolutely. Uh, I think that was his debut. I, I think he's played in the past uh, yeah. Sugarland, but this is this was his debut here in Cyprus. All right. Under his name. Under his name, right. <laughs> he was an uh, Ultimate Hoops player back yeah. then. <laughs> All right, um, the game of the night, Boot Gang versus the Bullets. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, Boot Gang, for whatever reason, has uh, reignited the, uh, the kryptonite uh, <laughs> over, over the Bullets, and they were able to steal a win 
literally stole a win, um, 90 to 88, after uh, heroics from Rashawn Thompson. Um, Rashawn was was incredible. I mean, you talk about efficiency. Rashawn, efficiency and Rashawn really don't go hand in hand. Yeah. He normally is a volume shooter, and uh, whatever it may, whatever the shooting percentage is, is what it is. Yeah. He just he doesn't really care. But um, he was very very efficient against the Bullets. And uh, he took his time, I think, uh, on Wednesday. And he did what he needed to do uh, to, to lead them to victory. Um, the Bullets have just been on the short end of the stick of these type of games too many times. And I think um, I think it's – I hate to say that it's going to be in their heads now, but I think it's it, – that's, that's stating the obvious. You talk about a team that's lost uh, more close games uh, probably than any franchise that I've seen. Now, granted, they're the longest-standing franchise – but I've never seen a team lose in the fashion uh, that they've lost. They've lost in many, many types of ways. Tip-ins, uh, buzzer beaters, uh, you could say bad officiating. Half-court shots. Half-court shots. You could say whatever. The Bullets have found a way to lose those <laughs> games. And it's just crazy to me. a couple of them, but... No, I've never seen them win a close game. <laughs> I've never seen them win a close game. I will say they beat Bougain in the playoffs in a close game. Was it? And, but they ended up losing the championship to when Squeak hit the game winner on them, though. So it nullified them. Are you sure that was a close game? Yeah, I think they, they – boot game beat them twice during the season then played them in the playoffs and lost. Yeah. I, th- I want to say it was a close game. We'll have to check that. I'm not yeah. sure about that. But, um, yeah, it just I, I really feel bad for the Bulls. I really do because this, kind, this type of thing just can't keep happening to them like this. It's just not right. <laughs> It's not. And I, I know people probably think I get joy from this, but I don't. I actually like the Bullets. I actually root for them a lot. But you guys, you, you did it to yourselves again. And it was funny because I said in my power rankings, in my predictions, that this is the type of game that they would typically lose. Week four, they get off these hot starts. Week four, week five, they start to fizzle out a little bit, and they finish five and three. They're projected to do that now because their next matchup is going to be against the number one seed. But go ahead. I, I'm not gonna, you know, start the same old bullets. Thing. I, I I didn't say that. <laughs> I did not say that. I, I'm not gonna start that, but I am gonna say that. Um, they've been in too many of these situations to continue to lose these games, mm-hmm. uh, and I just don't see them being able to. Playing another game like this and find another way to lose, and because they've literally lost every possible way you could think of to lose a game, they've lost in ways. And I played basketball for a very long time. I don't play anymore, and I'm fairly young. But I, 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 the way that the Bulls have lost games, I've never lost games. <laughs> like they've lost games, like seriously. And, and I've lost some games in my life, and yeah. it's just weird, kind of just letting the games get close. We start filming the last two minutes of the game so we can make sure that, you know, if it gets challenged and we always have them on film. Yes. Losing. <laughs> <laughs> and they climactic fashion. It's just weird, man. And, like, when you're watching it, it's almost like a slow motion. I'm, t- I'm watching Rashawn dribble, and it's almost a slow motion. Like, first off, when uh, Shane goes up there, he makes both free throws. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And I, I'm just thinking, like, he's going to miss one. <laughs> he's going to miss one. It's the, it's it's, the bullet's way. It's the only, it's only right. <laughs> it's, it's gonna, 
and he misses one. They always get the rebound, by they the way. Miss do. it. Yeah. Some kind of way sweats in the sweat ends up on the floor. <laughs> and, and, and and Rashawn takes a crazy shot from forty feet. Very at, similar to the shot that uh Barry took. At his apex. Yeah. He shot that ball at his apex. Yeah. And and banks it in. And then <laughs> in a very bullets way as well, they get a shot off. And it banks in, but it doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> of course it doesn't count. <laughs> so Johnny Johnny finished the game 0 for 2 from 3. <laughs> but he makes a, a 90-footer. <laughs> it's crazy. You can't it's, make this stuff up. It, it, I just I, – I see it turn the, – the table's turning, though. I, I, they can't continue to lose games like this. And it's going to turn around for them. It has to. It has like like seriously. We can't keep we can't keep betting on black and, and <laughs> red to hit, right? Right. Like like you can't be that snake bit. It's it's impossible to be that snake bit. Impossible. So and then it, it makes it even more funny, it's the boot gang. <laughs> like, <laughs> and what's that record against boot gang? I gotta look that up. <laughs> they might have one regular season win against boot gang. <laughs> in the regular season. I gotta look it up. I know they beat them in the playoffs to get to the championship a couple of seasons ago after losing to them in the season twice. But I just I don't know, man. It, it's between boot game beating them and, and them finding ways to lose. At least they're not playing them the last game of the season. The yeah, I don't think about the original schedule. They actually were until I added the other team. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, I, I, it, and guys, trust me, I'm not doing it on purpose. It just kind of when I start working the schedule out, it just kind of always happens that way. But this year, you guys won't play them last, so hopefully, it doesn't affect your playoff standings. Yeah. They've been messing around playing in a critical game. <laughs> it's only right, man. It's only right. <laughs> All right. Uh, the final game of the night, we had Team Chosen versus Free. Uh, Team Chosen takes care of business. 111 to 100. This was the most head-scratching game for me because Free was coming in red hot. I mean, they still scored 100 points, but they were coming in red hot after what they did to boot game. Yeah. And then you talking about I know Drew played bad uh, week one. Yeah. But if you look at his numbers, 21 and 9 uh, and, and four assists, I don't think he's ever played as bad as a game as he did last week uh, versus Team Chosen. And this is why. You're talking about a guy who's about 6'6", 6'6 and a half. And they, were, they don't have a big. They don't have a big. They don't have a big. Uh, you who who be the big? York. Yeah, yeah, Jorge. Jorge, but he ain't he ain't come. Yeah, he didn't come. Yeah, so he wasn't there. So that would have been the matchup. But they were just going at him. They were going. And I'm not, I'm not saying going to the lane, pump fake, and drawing out. No, they were going right at his chest, yeah. like he wasn't even there. Uh, Jalen was doing that. Tedrick, Anthony was doing it at will. Yeah. Uh, Cam was doing whatever he wanted. Cam had. Cam just Cam was I saw Cam go in in the lane and, and do that floater just relentlessly um, with with little resistance, and then Greg he did what he wanted. Yeah. And uh, if you look at it, I'm like Drew. We first of all we talked about it the the, the week prior. He's supposed to have a monster game. Yeah. Now they did give him different coverages, but he he like kind of favored the perimeter. He was out there on the perimeter even when he didn't have the ball. He was out there on the perimeter. You weren't even in position to, to dominate. If you get that ball down about seven, eight feet from the goal, who's going to stop you from going up and getting to your spot? 
They didn't do that. And uh, and I thought that um, – I mean, he got enough attempts. He got 24 attempts. He led the team in shot attempts, but he was 8 for 24. Yeah. And he only shot three threes. Yeah. But he was turning the ball over. Um, when, he wasn't, when he wasn't getting the ball, uh, teams were uh, – his, his teammates were, were turning the ball over, trying to get it to him. Yeah. And it was, just, it was just bad position after bad position. Wasn't even trying the, the last three minutes of the game uh, when they were just – it was a layup drill. So, I mean, I know I'm not in that locker room per se, but if I'm a coach, that game's on Drew because he's better than that and he didn't show it. Yeah. Um, well, I think naturally he's more of a guard and power forward. I mean, not power forward, small forward yeah. by nature. Uh, so I got something to do with it, but considering that you are a high-level basketball player, uh, you got to take it personal that guys are taking it to your chest. Not only the guys are taking it straight to your chest, that smaller guys are taking it straight to your Small chest. Small guys. That's what yeah. I'm saying. All guards. No, so I, I just think that, I mean, look, it happens. Um, sometimes uh, us as players, and like I said, I don't play anymore, so I'm not going to put myself on, uh, in here completely with these guys. But when I did, you know, you just don't have it some nights. You know? mm-hmm. And... Uh, and it's hard to get motivated. Now, granted, his team chose it, so I don't know why he wouldn't be motivated to play. But uh, he didn't have that juice um, defensively. And then eventually, I think when he couldn't score early offensively. And I'm, I'm going to tell you now, team chosen, they throw different type of matchups and schemes defensively at you. So it gives you fits sometimes that because mm-hmm. you, you're not – it gets most of you just catching and you hooping. You can't get a rhythm. And, and with them, you can't get a rhythm because they might send a double, they might not send a double. They may trap you at half court, they may not trap you at half court. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just never get comfortable. They never allow you to get comfortable. And I think he kind of fell into that way. He never really got comfortable, which is probably why he was on the perimeter so much. Or even if he was trying to post an update, probably being really physical, which causes other issues. And if you think the referee not going to call something when they're down there being physical, it makes you not want to go down there and, and, and play. Uh, and take a penalty. So I think it was a lot that kind of went into that. <laughs> but free need to be careful. Um, they don't have an easy game or, or a game to kind of get your feet wet. Not even against you guys. No, um, not anymore. Yeah, not Maybe week one they would have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think they just have to be careful here. They got to find a way to kind of get, get rolling. Um, they got four games left still. Just kind of get rolling, get rhythm again. Get on top of things and then let things fall into this play. Because you don't want to go into a playoff situation uh, on a losing streak. And right now, you know, they haven't quite – considering that they went 10-0 last season before losing in the finals, uh, they haven't been the same uh, since then. So Still got that hangover looking like the Rams. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly what they look like. Um, so hopefully they, they kind of get their feet under them and, and kind of – but say pay play well. I uh, think ever since uh, – Verge called him out about uh, Johnny busting him up for 40, whatever. Uh, he took that personal. Yeah. And he said, hey, he didn't score the 40 on me. He, he might have got a couple with you. And he showed up against Rashawn last week. And I think Rashawn might have got seven on him. And he played well defensively this week. Rashawn didn't shoot the ball well. Yeah. And, you know, he, he between him rebounding, um, assisting the ball, assisting the ball, and scoring, uh, he's been their most valuable player so far. And like I said, Eddie as well. Eddie's been steady this season. It's been really steady. I think it's just come down to, but I think Drew is the glue. That rhymes, but yeah. <laughs> steady Eddie and Drew is the glue. Yeah, and I think if as he's they're, they're going to go as far as those guys take him at the end of the day. All right, let's move on to our next topic.
All right, time for our player of the week for week four. Goes to none other than Rashawn Thompson. I think it's uh, well-deserved. Uh, it was a close race uh, between Danny, Jalen, and himself. Uh, finished right at 43% uh, to take home the, the, the victory for this week. His second one, I think. Second one. Uh, yeah, he had a 55-pointer. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember who that was against. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, 42 points and a game-tying and game-winning bucket. Yeah. I mean, it's... You know you can't fit everything in those those Instagram polls, but uh, for context, that's exactly uh, what he did. Not only I think the most impressive thing was his efficiency from the field. Uh, normally he's not very efficient; he's more of a gunner. But this time, fifteen of twenty-seven from the field, uh, and and eight of nine from the free throw line. Yeah. He's a good free throw shooter, so yeah. that doesn't surprise me. But um, all in all, just just another great, solid performance for him. He's he's trying to get his second uh, scoring title. Yeah, and. Uh, I was really impressed with this one because I think that when he scored the 55 the last time, I don't think they were all meaningful points. Uh, and this time, I think these were all meaningful points. Um, they literally won by two. Yeah. <laughs> so they needed every single one of them. They needed every single assist. They needed every single rebound. And he put the team on his back and, and carried them. So uh, this is just very impressive on the simple fact that he sent it into overtime and then won the game in overtime with a bucket. So, uh, clearly, I think uh, probably was well-deserved player of the week. Um, so, I think that everybody voted and it was well-deserved. Even though, shout out to Danny, though, because Danny was Mr. Perfect this mm-hmm. past week. Uh, but, like I said, his bucket, even though they, he had, they only won by five, the team kind of went away from him uh, later in the game. Whereas, Rashawn had to hold the team down the whole game. Uh, so, shout out to him. Jalen with a, a marvelous game as well. Um, so, shout out to what he did and um, to helping them get their win. But, Rashawn, the game was just unreal, especially down the stretch. Uh, we'll probably end up posting a reel of kind of what he said before he hit that game winner, too. That, yeah. that was pretty, pretty, I mean, only against the Bullets, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get into that a little bit. All right. Uh, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our power rankings and predictions. And we're going to throw in some midseason grades uh, along with it. Now, we had to shake up a few things, um, you know, after what all transpired uh, this past week. So if you didn't get a chance to look at the the Instagram uh, post with our power rankings, I'll go ahead and read them off to you. Uh, at number six, obviously I have uh, my team brand new. Uh, although we're improving we still got a long way to go. Um, got a chance to play for fifth seed this week. Yeah. Oh, well, no, I'm sorry. Not this week. Next week. Uh, free at one and three. I have them at number five. They haven't been impressive at all. They've, they've actually struggled. Um, been very, very inconsistent. Uh, I don't think they've looked this bad since that season at Champions. Yeah. yeah. I think they, they finished two and six. Yeah. So um, this is unfamiliar territory for them. Uh, Boot Gang, I got them at two and two. I thought... Um, they possibly could have flipped with the Bullets considering that they beat them. Uh, but I think, again, with them and their roster, how it changes every week. Uh, I'm not saying that they're adding players, but guys are not showing up. Showing up yeah. So, you know. Um, Enough for five every week. Yeah, so I don't know if I can put them ahead because I don't know what they are. Uh, they got to have their full team come uh, for me to actually get a full evaluation of them. I got the Bullets at number three. Um, they probably had a chance to – Contend for number one, considering that uh, squad one didn't look the best. 
uh, the last week. But uh, with that loss, I think that drops them down to three. Team Chosen, I have them at number two after a, a, a stellar performance against Free. And then I got Squad 1 still unblemished at number one. Um, I'm going to do this because it's week by week and not totality of the season. Right. I can do a combination of both. So you do yours a little different. I, I, I'm doing week by week. Um, I hate to do this because I actually like these guys a lot. I'm going to put free at six. Oh. I was going to say because if, if, that's, if that's your logic, we can't be last because we lost about <laughs> <by> five points. <laughs> Considering the, the nice win they had the week before, yeah, their losses, I haven't liked how they looked in their losses. They got destroyed by the Bullets mm-hmm. in a game. Uh, you guys got destroyed your first two games too, but I look at you guys as being more so on the up and up with your additions the last two weeks where Free ain't got no additions. You know, so they just got to figure it out within them, themselves. So um, I'm going to Free. It's nothing personal, guys, I promise. Nothing personal. I know it's usually Kev that kind of be, be, be taking y'all down, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm going to go with you guys in six right now. A brand new five. Uh, I think you guys just have your upside right now. It's just a, lot bit better, a little bit better. Now, what I'm asking for is a lot, though. I'm asking you guys to make 15 threes, which I think you guys are capable of, but it's still a lot to ask for. And I feel like you guys make somewhere between 14, 15 threes. It's like four a quarter. And, and, and stop giving up layups, which is the most important thing. If I can start getting up layups, then I can see y'all winning games. Um, but I mean, that might be a tall task, though. So there's a lot of threes that somebody make usually. But considering the shooting that y'all have, y'all literally have four knockdown shooters on your team. So with the shooting who? that you have, it's possible. Who, who, who are you talking about? What's your shooters? Yeah, like name them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike. Okay. Uh, AD, he was not necessarily a three-point shooter, but he... He was making them. Yeah. Uh, Nick and uh, X is streaky. Hmm. You said knockdown. You know what knockdown means? <laughs> well, Mike. Yes, I agree. AD, I'll give Nick that. Nick shot... Look, what's his percentage of shooting threes this season? It's, I know it's got to be higher than 35. Higher than 35? I think it's higher than 35%. I, I doubt it. I think it's higher than 35. <laughs> From three. From three, I think it's higher than 35%. So, that, that, that's pretty good. Um, so, him, and then, like I say, X is streaky. I'm going to call him a knockdown shooter, but he's definitely streaky. So, I, I, I think you guys are right there in the mix. Um, uh, for context, it's, uh, it's 28%. <laughs> Just for context. <laughs> the guy, Lee had a 2 for 14 from three game? Jesus Christ. Since the last two have been bad, he's five for twelve and three for eight. Those, yeah. those are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and that rounds out to forty. That two for fourteen game is killing him. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so I mean, if you guys knock down shots, which I mean that's everybody, but I think with how you guys have to play, y'all have to play fast and y'all have to be able to make threes, and y'all got to start giving the lips. Uh, so I put y'all at five. I can do two of those things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, four. Um, going with. Uh, I think I'm pretty much I, I agree with everything you said from one through four though. Squad one one. Uh Team Chosen. Team Chosen two. Bullets at three, Boot Gang at four. Okay. Even with them beating them. Them beating them. Overall. You can't go from one and two and a team that's three and oh to just jumping them like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's right. And not to mention 
The bullets pull the bullets. <laughs> That's why they love. <laughs> the bullets pull the bullets. Mm. I can't say that Boot Gang just definitively took it from him. More so than the bullets pull the bullets. It, it, well, no, I would say that it was a mixture of both. Mm. I think the, the Boot Gang did what they had to do to win, and I think the bullets also did what they had to do to lose. <laughs> so, mm. uh, so I think it, it's a it's a it's a thing of both. So. That's my power rankings. Okay, now for predictions. Uh, 7 p.m. game, we got squad one versus the Bullets. Um, I'm actually just going to – I feel like the Bullets are going to be trending in the wrong direction now. That Now they're running into a squad one team. I think they'll be ready for them. Uh, I'm going to go squad one, 101 to 95. High scoring. Uh I think the Bulls are going to recover. I think they're going to get up for squad one. I really, really do. I think they're going to get up for squad one. Are you picking them? <laughs> Getting up for them and winning are two different things. Unfortunate part is squad one going to get up for them too, though. <laughs> I know you come to your senses. <laughs> I was thinking about picking the Bulls, but I just thought about squad one want to beat them too, though. So the last time they played them, it's, they've always been one two point games. Every time they played, what happened the last time they played them? Was that the sweat meltdown game? No, the last time they played them was when uh, squad one tried to throw the blow the game. Remember, they turned the ball over two times in a row, and Larry hit two threes. Oh yeah, and they went to overtime. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. they ended up beating them in overtime because that was a game when you had the camera on X. Yeah, X was talking that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> He's talking all that noise and how they almost lost. <laughs> I zoomed in on X. I was like, yeah. hey, what you say, X? Yeah, what you say, X? <laughs> I remember that game. Yeah, they, they, they literally gave up a three, then threw the ball in, turned it over, and Larry hit another three and sent it to overtime. And I, so I expect them to have another close game with them. Mm. Got a score? 197. Hmm. Game winning, game winning three, or are they gonna be down six? I think I think the Bulls gonna have the ball with the game on the line and will miss. Oh, they're gonna be down three. Yeah, be down three with the with the ball game on the line. Okay. Nice. All right, eight o'clock game. Team chosen versus boot gang. I got team chosen winning one hundred to ninety two. I believe. Uh, I believe boot gang will be formidable. You know they got they have Rashawn. Uh, his scoring alone is going to keep them in the game. But I think uh, Team Chosen is just – they're just too good right now. And I believe, like, their style of play kind of matches what Boot Gang does, but Boot Gang is not as deep as they are. They play a similar style. But uh, both teams like to move the ball well. They both have capable shooters. They both play unselfish. But I think, um, I think Team Chosen is just a little better. So I'm going to pick them to win 192. I think that team chose it is better. But I think styles make fights sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I do think that considering that Boot Gang has one primary ball handler who's unselfish. I mean, he takes a lot of shots, but he's unselfish. He'll get off the ball. Mm-hmm. I can see them creating problems. Now, it comes down to this with, with, with Boot Gang, though. They had to knock down shots. If they're knocking down shots and uh, 
Team Chosen is running around, running, trapping, and doing the stuff that they do to teams and putting all that ball pressure on the ball. But if they're swinging and moving the ball like they can and knocking down shots, I'm going to go out on a limb here and pick. And I usually don't do this. We'll go boot gang. 84, 80, 80. 84 to 80, boot game. Mm. Yeah, I heard that team chosen. I picked y'all. <laughs> Sean is picking against you. So don't come to and me. And I usually pick y'all. I picked y'all last week, but you can't pick against you. But this week, I just think styles make fights. Don't come to me. Talk about, oh, man, see? I'm rolling with y'all this week. Okay. Number uh, And the last game, the 9 o'clock game, free versus brand new. Um. I think this will be an interesting game. I, I like the matchup with AD versus uh, Drew. I think they'll go back and forth. That's actually a really nice matchup. It is. I think they'll go back and forth. They both they both have similar styles. Uh, slender frame that like to step out on the perimeter. Um, capable defenders. I think um, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna knock them off. I'm gonna say 99 to 98. Uh, Brent. Oh no, I'm sorry. I pick free. Yeah, 99 to 98 free. I think we come up short. I think we're, we're, we're knocking on the door, but not quite. I got free winning, 99-98. I think Sepe and... Game-winning free throws from, uh, from Sepe. I, you know what, man? I'm going to live again. <laughs> Sean, we're 0-4, man. We don't need you to, we don't need you to pick against us. I mean, pick four. Excuse me. Uh, I never pick you, kid, because you you usually pick us one time a year. I pick you one time a year. It was one year I picked y'all like four times. You lost all four times I picked y'all. That's why I stopped picking y'all. But I actually like y'all the way y'all are playing better than what how Free is playing right now, and that's with say Drew and Eddie holding the fort down and McGusty. McGusty's been awesome actually. He has been good. He's, he's been awesome. Uh. I can't believe I'm doing this. Because I'm, I'm really going to... I care, because you do this once every season. Well, well, I, I'm going to actually pick the friction and toxicity of your team. <laughs> but I think... This will help This will help my percentage against free. <laughs> I think I need it. I you do, badly. <laughs> I think they're up by, I think, two or three games. Nah, probably more than that. <laughs> that one season when they were trash, we, uh, <laughs> we split with them. Uh, I'm going to say, I, I think y'all going to hit 15 threes. That's why. I think with Mike shooting and now with AD setting them up, driving and kicking, uh, hopefully Nick, you know, knocks down shots. And hopefully Nick looks to set guys up more so, too. Than look for Say can't guard everybody, man. That's what I'm saying. It, when y'all get to swing the ball around, I think y'all going to make – I tell you, if y'all make 15 threes and don't give up layups, I'm going to pick y'all, man. Say can't. Say can't guard everybody, man. I'll go 92 – I know he's going to guard, though. 88. 92-88. You guys. Mm. So I picked 200 dogs, man. 92-88. Say he's probably going to guard Nick, which is probably... Uh, as long as y'all get Nick not to take crazy shots, tell Nick, hey, look, you got an all-world defender on you. Don't, you don't have to go ahead and look, look to uh, try to score in your spots, but don't yeah. try to... Don't try to create. Yeah. Well, I need you to create. Right. Yeah. That's the game plan. Y'all heard it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Oh no! Oh, we got our uh, we got our uh, our grades, midseason grades. We go through these quickly. Um, brand new F. 
Free, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give them a D plus. Boot gang, I give them a C plus. Bullets, C plus. Team chosen, B minus. Squad one, A minus. That's what I got. Uh, brand new, D minus. Uh, free, D minus. Mm-hmm. Uh, boot gang, C minus. Okay. Uh, we got bullets, B minus. Okay. Team chosen, B plus, um, squad one, A minus. I'm going A minus because I think they could. They play a little better. They play a little bit better. They kind of going through the motions now, but I mean we'll see this week though or next week when uh, they go up against the Bullets. Mm. But I get my A minus now. Not too bad this time. I think our grades were fair. Um, anytime my team starts off zero and four at the. Uh, Mid-season mark, you're going to get an F. I'm sorry. I mean, look, you got, you got a chance to pass. <laughs> right. Stop right now. You know what I mean? You got to turn in some extra credit. You know what I mean? Got to make sure you show up to class on time. Right. Those type of things will get you, they'll get you by. Well, all right, uh, let's move on to our final, yes, our final topic of the day. All right, time for our favorite segment in the news. Uh, we got three topics. We got sports, music, and TV slash movies. Now, um, let's start with sports. Now, of course, we have a lot to talk about uh, in sports, but I just wanted to key in on two uh, particular stories uh, that, that caught my eye over the week. Hmm. Um, and it, it's fitting because I was actually in Louisiana uh, last week gambling Betting sites, uh, they were uh, abducted, to say so. They were infiltrated. Um, they got hit. Unbelievable. Over $300,000 of customer funds uh, were being withdrawn um, from the betting sites, um, mostly uh, from DraftKings. Um, very, very unfortunate situation. And I use DraftKings uh, when I'm out in those betting states. I use DraftKings. I still have a, a pending bet because I, before I left, I made sure I put in another bet for next week too. <laughs> so I got all the Sunday night games that we got for this week. I got mine in. I'm ready. So <laughs> I stand to win. How much was it? I think it was a. Uh, I think it was ten thousand. Ten thousand if I win. Um, and I'm using FanDuel on that one. I don't think it's DraftKings. I don't remember which one. I think it's. I, I believe it's FanDuel though. But. Uh, very, very unfortunate situation. Uh, with all the uh, promotions that we're seeing, we're seeing uh, Bet MGM on TV now. We're seeing uh, FanDuel. We're seeing DraftKings on the commercials. Uh, really poor timing for this thing to happen. Uh, once you lose the customer's trust and safety, um, with their money, yeah, with their money, that's where that's where issue uh, comes about. But with all the um, the two step and three step verifications that they have. Uh, for authenticity, um, you would think that things were safe, but you know you got a lot of people that get on these uh, these Wi-Fi networks, these these guest Wi-Fi networks that are open, that are not secured, yeah. and these kind of things happen. So I think that's what happened. That's the only way you can you can breach something like that. So it's just unfortunate. But it's the thing that's, that kind of sucks about anything. Um, you know, people are just not trustworthy in general nowadays. But scammers are usually ahead of the developers. Just mm-hmm. is what it is. 
that's why, you know, they were able to steal from banks, they were able to steal off computers. And usually the scammers usually have to put you on to let you know how people are getting scammed. Um, scammers end up working for these places instead of going to jail. <laughs> right. <laughs> a lot of times they, they're, they're kind of basically giving you the information on how they're uh, breaking into a, uh, a lot of these things. So um, so we're always going to have this issue one way or the other because, like I said, the scammers are usually just always ahead, slightly ahead of the device or they're ahead of the the people who, who run this stuff. So uh, it's just always something we're going to deal with. But, I mean... It sucks because you just got to be careful with your money. Yeah. And that's why I just, even when I go to the gas station now, I feel very leery of using my card or anything else. Um, just use cash. But in your case, you're the gambling man here. Yeah. I gamble when every once in a while I'll go to Vegas and pay, put it in a bit. You know, you, day to day. Shout out to Bovado. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you. this is kind of probably scary, but you didn't even look at it and see because you know, this is a large sum of money. I don't put a large sum of money in my account, though. You ain't going to give but $10 out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so I ain't worried about it. You take my little $10, you can have it. <laughs> but, you know, how many other $10 people took, though? It's just, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it, people people are eating out here, man. Yeah. Uh, just off being scammers. Problem is, you know, with, with it, too, though, you know, scamming sounds cool until you get caught. Yeah. And that's how my thing. I think scammers are okay with, like, all right, if I get caught, I go to jail. I get caught, I go to jail. I think they, they've they come to the reality of that that's what it is. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, I don't go to jail. So <laughs> I can't my, live my life like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I just rather not do it because just on some fact of, uh, I don't think it's, it's worth me spending 20, 25 years in jail. That's crazy, man. I just, and I have this vision in my mind um, that, like, the, the way this whole thing went down, it's just like I, I picture it as like, or whoever the head guy is of DraftKings or FanDuel or whatever, he's probably you know, and I, I, I don't know that he's married. I don't know. He he could be married. Could be a single man. I don't know. I just have this vision in my mind that he was probably uh, chilling with a nice looking female, <laughs> got a phone call, and I just I did when this when this whole situation went down. I just I just immediately think about that scene from uh, <laughs> from New Jack City. He's like, I know you're having a good time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We were infiltrated. We were infiltrated. What? <laughs> Get your ass down here. <laughs> now. <laughs> then they all just sit at the table. <laughs> Coming up to Rockwell. <laughs> but that's just, that's just, hey man, that's, that's a tough situation. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, um, I, I, my, my heart goes out to the ones that lost a significant amount of money. Yeah. It really, any money is, is enough, but if you lost a whole lot of money, I'm yeah. sorry, man. Yeah, I'm sorry would, that happened. I would be upset about my $2, let alone $2,000 yeah. or $20. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I put, uh, I think I have $6 left in Bovado right now. Yeah. So, hey, man. So, yeah, that's y'all. Anyway, uh, so moving on with, with sports. We also had a situation uh, with the Milwaukee Bucks and the Philadelphia 76ers. And I'm going to let you take the lead on this one because you, you got a little bit more intel on, than I do. But um, it was a situation where after the game, Giannis was shooting free throws. He wanted to get some extra work in. Um, and there was an altercation with a staff member. And I saw, I saw the video. I saw it on Twitter where he pushed the ladder down because I guess he was trying to get his shots up, but they were trying to clean up. Right. Uh, and Montrez Harrell got involved, and it was a big whole fiasco. Um they're talking about it on other sports outlets. I didn't. I actually didn't see it talked about on uh, on Undisputed, which I kind of thought that would be like the last one yeah. that they would talk about it. But they actually didn't bring it up. So, um, what was your take from what happened? Um, 
I, I, I feel like two things. I can see how uh, both were wrong. I can see how Giannis is wrong, and I can see how Montreal is wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, I think as an NBA players, I, I've I've been in arenas before after games. I have seen players come out and shoot mm-hmm. uh, before games, obviously, and after games. Uh, so I don't think it's uncommon that he want to go out there and shoot or be able to shoot free throws and. Uh, even with the staff, to my understanding, um, I don't know if it's written in their contract or not, but you put the staff members who work these shows, like, there are, there's a possibility that things could run over. Just like if you're at a Taylor Swift concert and she's supposed to be off stage. And granted, they do have timelines of when they're supposed to be off, but if Taylor Swift wants to pay the fine to stay later. What you gonna say? Yeah. Taylor Swift go perform and pay the fine to pay the, 20,000, 30,000, those stay extra 30, which 45 is, minutes. Which is pocket change to her. Yeah, you know, and so, yes, that, that staff has to wait until she's finished to break down the stage and do whatever they need to do. And you're going to get your overtime money anyway. Yeah, and so, yeah, I mean, that's what she's paying the fine for. So, I think in the NBA's case, that uh, considering that these players play for the organization, not only do they play for the NBA organization, that's the whole reason why that stadium is built in the first place. Exactly. And so I think Giannis coming out and taking those extra shots, I think it's not uncommon. And uh, this news is not an issue. I think the issue was Montrez Harrell. I can't think that he was that mad about him shooting on on his goal. On that no, goal. he just wanted to be the he wanted to be the big bad wolf. Yeah, he wanted to be the big big bad wolf and be a diva for no reason, which eventually made Giannis be a diva a little bit too. When the guy, so the guy. And don't get me wrong, Giannis probably did have a little thing like, I'm Giannis, I'm Kupo. Like, I, I, I'm a two-time MVP. How the hell are you going to tell me I can't shoot? Exactly. Which I probably felt like that about the guy who brought the ladder up. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he felt that way. But at the same time, though, the guy with the ladder, even if he didn't know who he was, still should have probably been like, that's, I feel like that's not his fight to have. Yeah. He probably should have maybe went and got a supervisor or got somebody else and been like, hey, we're trying to clean up. And this guy out here shooting. And they're not leaving. They're not going to leave the goals up unless they don't have nothing else going on. Right. If they got something else going on in that venue, they got to break the stuff down. Right. So I'm assuming that's what it was. Right. Right. And and so and which is fine. Yeah. But again, once dude, once you saw the big six nine athlete that plays on the NBA team say, yeah. "Nah, I want to shoot," you move around. Yeah, I think you probably should just went and got your supervisor and be like, "Hey, man, we trying to break this down. This dude ain't moving." And your supervisor probably probably, will, probably will tell you, "Hey, let him shoot." Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. But again, I just feel like it wasn't his place to be like tell Giannis, "Hey, get the hell off." Right. And that's probably why Giannis flipped out, which made him look like an entitled, yeah, NBA guy. But Montrez's part, like, no, you got to do, and then you start screaming at his brother, "Y'all lost! Get the f off the floor!" This all that. Yeah. Like, you went on that took the, took his ball and walked off like kid. Like, <laughs> it was just a little excessive. Now, unless you want that smoke, right. No, unless it's like a robbery thing. Because, yeah, I can see Michael Jordan being at the Palace in Auburn Hills. And then Isaiah Thomas saw Rick Mahorn walking out there being like, hey, you can't shoot on Ico. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that happening. And what you going to do? 25, 30 years ago. And I can see it being an issue. So if it's like that, hey, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know, if it's just. Better go get Dennis. Yeah. yeah right, right, right. But if. You know, if it was just on some petty type stuff, like I want to work out too type yeah. stuff, like come on, man, like it, it wasn't worked out. That you could have went on the other side, 
and worked out on the other side. Even though they did, the, the staff was being petty because they started letting that go down. <laughs> so they ain't even worried about his side. He yeah. <laughs> they started letting it go down, so they saw him down there arguing. But, yeah, I mean, he could just went on the other side and did his workout on the other side. And, again, uh, like we talked, you know, pre-show, I get Giannis, you're hard work and all that stuff. But, hey, look, look, man. Them free throws are not going to make you a better free throw shooter. They're just not. You know what I'm saying? You're a 65% free throw shooter. That's what you are. Yeah. You have to put in endless, endless hours of time to correct that. It's not going to happen overnight. And and truth be told, it would have been an inconvenience, but he could have just probably went to the team facility. And And Giannis not doing that. He's not doing that. Yeah. But, again, it would have been an inconvenience. So I get why he probably didn't want to do that, too. Well, maybe he did. I don't know. But it's just that. It's a situation where I'm not going to make too big of a deal out of it, but it should be entertaining next time they play each other. Yeah. <laughs> See what happens. That's, that's and, and who knows what they really came from. They might have started from some trash talk that was on the floor. And he walked out there and saw him out there. It was like, oh, hell no. Nah. He ain't shooting on our group. Yeah. And, and became, like you said, the big bad wolf all of a sudden. So who knows? Trey's always been like that. I don't know what his problem is. <laughs> um, okay, now music. Unfortunately, I did not do my homework, but for good reason. Um I can't disclose why because I can't give anybody a competitive edge, um, but I was unable to get my workouts in, uh, so I haven't had a chance to listen uh, to King's Disease 3 uh, for our music, our music uh, segment. That's what we're talking about, King's Disease 3, but I did hear the first three songs, yeah. Ghetto Reporter, Legit, and Thun, um, yeah. all fire, yeah. all of them. So I'm, I'm, I should be done with this, uh, with this album by Thanksgiving, because I plan on doing a, a nice, tough workout on uh, on Thursday. Uh, so I should be able to hear the rest of it. But I did like what I heard so far. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. Uh, Hit Boy, because, you know, one of the knock on Nas throughout his career has always been, like, his beat selection. And that he doesn't always pick for him to be that, that uh, premier MC. He doesn't always have the best uh, production or, or beat uh, makers. And that's funny considering that his first album, you know, he had the uh, top of the notch. He had DJ Premier and um, what's my guy's name? Pete Rock and a lot of those guys, Lars Professor, all working on his first album. Now, granted, it's almost 30 years ago, but still, you know, that 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 that's what he opened up with. He opened up with a high level of producer. So for it to knock on him, has always been his production, which I understand. Like, you, you're not going to get a, a Timberland and Swiss Beats. No, <laughs> a, a, a collaboration. It's just, it, it hasn't really worked out. I, I want to say, has he ever worked with, he might have worked with Pharrell and uh, Neptune before. But Maybe. yeah, you don't you don't get a lot of those type of records from Nas. So with Hit Boy, um, that done, that Michael and Quincy record, um, I want to say Reminisce. That's another one too. I haven't figured out the names of the actual records yet, all of them, but those records, Hit Boy put his foot in those. When I'm just like, hearing Nas spit over that level of, of beat it is, it is, it is, it is dope, you know? Because, uh, like I said, we have it all the way. He kind of has that, that, that New York grimy bebop stuff that he raps over all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to kind of hear him uh, just an updated selection. And, then, you know, they're samples. So I think that's pretty cool, too. It's... I think like the Michael and Quincy is using like an old Michael Jackson and Quincy Jones beat. Um, so it, it, it's, I think just the beat selection alone, I think he had a verse, I think, on that song too. Everybody keeps bringing up the verse that he said about uh, Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
That is the verse that's hard. I think it was a verse. I want to say it was on the Michael and Quincy record. But I was just like, yo, old buddy still get get busy. Like, he like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. OG still get busy. Like, uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, okay, it's like, you know, seeing Magic Johnson something, still throw one of them passes at 50 years old. You're like, oh, okay, I see Magic. Like, it, it, it kind of gave me that feel. Like, yo, mm-hmm. like, you don't, the, no new rapper want that smoke still. No. You know uh, what I'm saying? I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we should. I should have a good uh a good review uh, of that. But I did I did just look at some uh I was just scrolling through here, the Apple music. Yeah. Uh Roddy Rich came out with an album. I didn't know that. Yeah, he uh He's, his momentum is definitely slowed down, but I would I would say. But yeah, but it, <laughs> it's it, called uh Feed the Streets number three. Oh, I d I didn't realize he had an album coming out though. Mm-hmm. And uh you got my guy, yeah. um uh, Dave East yeah. came out with an album, a collaboration with uh DJ Drama. So uh and, you know that that puts me in a rock and hard place. It's gonna, yeah, yeah, I don't like, like mixtapes. Yeah, yeah, like the drama in uh, Jeezy Snowfall, which actually I went to listen to it and it does sound like a mixtape. It does sound like a yeah, mixtape. it does. But it's not bad it. though. I, I listen to it. There's it, a couple you know, songs that were decent. It sounds like 2006, 2007 Jeezy. That's what it sounds like to me. And if you're a 2006, 2007 Jeezy fan, you'll like it. Mm. Um, so Weedie actually came out with an EP as well. Yeah, the single life. Um, she has a she has a record for Quavo, which the timing isn't great. But, it's, it's not great, but you know it is what it is. She, she got some she got some tracks on here. Uh, don't say nothing, boss. That's the one that the the going at Quavo. The don't say nothing. I think mm. I'm I'm definitely gonna listen to it. But uh, yeah, I see they got Michael Jackson 40th year anniversary thriller. Mm-hmm. Dave East his uh his title was called the Book of David. Now I follow Dave East on Instagram, so I know he was working on something. I just didn't know what it was. Um. Yeah, I got some got a lot of music to listen to this week, man. So yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be a nice mu- music review uh, on the next podcast. Roddy Rich, I'm, I'm gonna give him a shot. Uh, I'm not a really big Roddy Rich fan, but he does make good music though. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm I'm open to it. I'm so old, man. I actually, I actually saw that that Michael Jackson 40th uh, Thriller 40th anniversary pop up on there. I actually went and listened to it <laughs> like I hadn't heard the album a hundred times. Same album. <laughs> but yeah, they did have like some some demos on there. Of like, uh, of like what Billy G sounded like before they were finished with it, mm-hmm. and it kind of was cool to be like, oh, that's what it was sounded like. I see why they changed it up, or yeah. you know, or why they did this, or why they did that. They had some other records on there too. They was like Human Nature, how beat it sounded before they added like the the, the solo or something like that. It was like, oh, that's it. See, they have to do that kind of stuff to keep our interest. Yeah, so I get it. Yeah, it's forty year old album. I'm like, why would I buy it again? Like, exactly. <laughs> so like, they what, had to do what's, what's so what's so special about yeah. it? <laughs> Okay, uh, our final topic. We're actually not going to talk about um, a particular TV show uh, or a movie per se. Um, I don't really know of anything that's coming out. But I will say this. For those that have not seen uh, Reasonable Doubt, I just finished it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I do hope they do come out with a season three. Uh, I mean, let's say season three. Season two um, in 2023 because uh, the, the finale was incredible. So I was thoroughly impressed with that. But we're going to talk about... A legend that was lost, uh, was it over the weekend or was it earlier this week? Uh, I want to say it was Sunday. Sunday. So, uh, the, the beginning of the week. Um, rest in peace to the Green Ranger, a.k.a. David, sorry, uh, Jason David Frank. Um, when I think about the Power Rangers, I don't think the Power Rangers would have been uh, what it was if there was no Green Ranger. 
Mm-hmm. I think the Green Ranger kind of took them over the top. Uh, I thought it was a solid show to start, but once the Green Ranger came in, it was a game changer. And I think, uh, you know, his recent passing really uh, hit home with a lot of 80s babies because that's our era. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We grew up in an era where the Pokemon, uh, Saturday morning cartoons, yeah. and uh, Power Rangers was a part of our staple and our daily routine. Um, and to see him gone, it kind of just really hurt us for the most part. Or just, I wouldn't say it would really hurt us, but it definitely made us reminisce and uh, appreciate uh, the value that he brought uh, to our lives growing up. Now, me personally, when I think about the Green Ranger, I just think about the time he was giving the Power Rangers that work. Yeah, he went like a, like a five-episode string. <laughs> well, he was destroying them. <laughs> By himself. By himself. He had no help. <laughs> Yeah, like he was literally, the Green Ranger was was destroyed the Power Rangers by, for like five for a whole week. It's like, I'm, I'll go home every day. I'm trying to think like, how are we going to beat this guy? <laughs> Green Rangers give him that work. Give him that work. They, they put him on the team. It was like, they, was, they was running up and they was getting done up. <laughs> like every every time, like, you want this work? Come on. Bah. You want this work too? Bah. Just, it was bad. I tell you, we can't beat him. We had to join him. They had to put him on the team. <laughs> they had to. It's like a guy like this, you need to be an ass because <laughs> they couldn't do nothing with him. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, shout out, I didn't even realize too. He actually lived in Houston. Yeah, and he uh, he passed here in Houston, um, unfortunately. Uh, that's why. That's why the news got around so fast. Yeah. Um, so it, it's it's definitely sad. It's kind of. Um, it definitely takes you back to your uh, childhood, for, especially for most of the guys who play in the league. Um, we got a couple guys who are probably a little younger than that, probably not Power Rangers fans. And even like some of the older guys, they remember the Power Rangers because they probably had babies at the yeah. time that they were probably watching it. Um, so uh, it definitely it kind of just takes you to a place like, wow. And it kind of also lets you know, too, like, man, time flies. Uh, the Power Rangers were really popular almost 30 years ago. Um, yep. And when I thought about that, I was just like, sheesh, um, time really is flying. Uh, and watching Saturday morning cartoons, like you said, and looking at X-Men and, and Spider-Man, all those He-Man and all that other stuff that, like, you know, uh, actually they're making a lot of remakes of. Mm-hmm. I want to say they had a Power Rangers movie come out maybe like three years ago, if I'm not mistaken, three or four years ago. So uh, just definitely this holiday season uh, just gives you, makes you think about a lot of things to be thankful for. Uh, this being Thanksgiving uh, week and weekend, um, and just being with your families and and hell having life, especially considering we're two years away from COVID and um, life is not 100 percent normal, but it's, it's kind of fairly back to normal how it was. So there's a lot of things to be thankful for uh, this holiday season, and that made me kind of think about all that. Yeah, I like it. All right, uh, anything you got? That you still haven't watched or need to watch? Uh, for me, it's the Redeem Team. I still haven't watched that yet. I haven't watched the Redeem Team, so I we're in the same. Thing. And it's crazy because I'm a basketball coach, and multiple people have told me about it, uh, especially with this like uh, LeBron, LeBron B. Cap stuff. Right. <laughs> That's kind of been going on. So I already had some Cap moments on there too. I bet he <laughs> so, did. I bet he did. <laughs> uh, so I definitely want to see that. And it's kind of some stuff that's uh, you know that's on Netflix that I told him I, I would check out. I know these untold stories are pretty good. I saw the one with uh, Manti Teo. Uh, mm. you haven't I haven't it? watched it yet. Yeah. I, I had it on my list, too. I yeah. forgot. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Um, so I, I watched that. So, Speak, speaking of, Cap. 
<laughs> it's another guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Great <laughs> segue. <laughs> I'm just saying. But uh yeah, so um I mean I have I have some time I have games over this week, so I have two games and practice every day. But like I'll leave here today, I'll probably go watch some Netflix to kinda of sell me down. After I'm done working, I definitely want to watch that Redeem team tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I actually can stay up late. It's kinda of cool. Like almost like a little kid sometimes, but I could be like, yo, I can step to one, two o'clock. Like, <laughs> <laughs> makes you appreciate being a teacher, man. Yeah, <laughs> it really does. Um, did you get a chance to watch um, uh, Beast or what was it Halloween? Did, I know you still ain't watch Halloween. I still watch Halloween. I did see Black Panther, which was the new one. Yes, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, so yeah, I don't know why you bring that up. Pretty good, pretty yeah. good. Now, depending on your level of. Uh, Emotion that you have to characters, you know, it's, it's some tear jerking moments there. Now, I, I'm not that invested emotionally, right? But it's some, definitely some moments there where you're just like, dang, yeah, it's a lot going on right now. Yeah. And then it ends fairly well, though, right? It, it, it ends strong, so uh, good movie. But hey, you're gonna be, I think it's almost three hours, though. That's the only thing about it, you know. See, me, I, I have a, I have a two hour threshold, <laughs> so if it's three hours, I gotta, I gotta break it down in half, watch half now, then half later. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not on Disney. No, not yet. It's not on Disney. It's going to be there, though. Yeah. They're probably going to make you pay for it at first. Yeah. It'll probably come out around Christmas time, I bet. I bet, yeah. It'll probably it'll be perfect. Yeah. They, if they were smart, they'd probably do it this weekend. I see some black panels that would want to watch it on Disney this weekend. They don't think it's wait. Yeah. All right. Uh, episode 178. In the books. It's 178, right? Yes. Yeah, 178 in the books. Um, you guys enjoy your week off. Get you some rest uh, or some extra training in. Uh, but next week, we will be back at it. Uh, so no pa- no podcast until next weekend. We'll probably do it uh, Saturday. Yeah. Um, and we'll have a lot to recap uh, week five to see, um, you know, what has changed in the standings. Um, you know, what's more of the same. Right. And uh, any milestones that are that are coming up, we we could possibly uh, uh, cover that. So, question, Sean, what do you think is going to happen first? Sweat a thousand rebounds or me two thousand points? Because we're both very close. Mm-hmm. I think what X is X needs twenty six points for a thousand. I need thirty five. I don't know how many rebounds Sweat needs, but I won't say it's below. It's right twenty five. I almost think, <laughs> no shot to you. I think Sweat, thousand rebounds goes <laughs> first. No, but how many rebounds does he need? You said 20 something? I think it's 20 something last time I looked. So that means we're both going to need two games. Yeah. Likely, at least two games. I'm not going to score 35 points in a game. Yeah. At least I don't, unless nobody and shows I up. And I see Sweat possibly having 12 rebounds this week and then having 10 the next week. So. so I would need 17 and 18. Yeah. Hmm. It's possible. I'm not point. saying that you can't. At a 20 point game, you have game. you have opportunity because the floor is going to be spread out because you guys sh- shoot so well. So yeah. you you have some opportunity. Got to be aggressive though. I can't be all passive like I was last year. Yeah, yeah. I was passing the ball a lot. You are, but you got shooters now. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see. All right, episode one seventy in the books, live from an undisclosed location. I'm Johnny Gill with Sean Ellis. We're out.